This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast, bringing you the top local stories from the KMOX newsroom for this Friday, November 10th. I'm Megan Lynch. Investigators say a deadly shooting in the roadway on 141 in Fenton this morning was a case of road rage. KMOX's Sean Malone was on the scene. The shooting occurred at 141 right outside of Gravway Bluffs at the bottom of the hill of the IHOP restaurant where police were called to a traffic hazard. Uh, officers responded, found a male victim suffering from an apparent gunshot wound. The male was transported to an area hospital for life-saving treatment but died en route. St. Louis County Police say the two vehicles stopped around 8 a.m. and two individuals started arguing. A suspect is in custody. County police are investigating a fatal shooting at a shopping center in Florissant. Police were called after 11 this morning to the 11,600 block of West Florissant. They found a man inside a business who had been shot. He was taken to a hospital where he died. After a foot chase, a suspect was taken into custody. An aging population and other challenges are causing dwindling hopes for growth in the St. Louis region. Ness Sandoval, Professor of Demography and Sociology at St. Louis University says we've become dependent on other people migrating to the region for our school jobs and more. And there's a possibility that even Kansas City at some point around 2060 could be larger than St. Louis. Sandoval says that if the state keeps being surpassed by other states, we could lose a house seat and no longer be in the top 25 metro regions by the year 2040. St. Louis makes the list of the top 25 places to live in the Midwest. That's according to livability.com. One of the main criteria, cities had to have median home prices less than $500,000. Livability's editor-in-chief says people are thinking now of where their money will go the furthest. Number one on the list, Carmel, Indiana. Meanwhile, another list ranks Missouri as the eighth for the most violent crime. That's according to California-based criminal defense law firm Simran Law Firm using the FBI's crime data. New Mexico has the most violent crime. Maine has the least. The Atlanta Police Department has scheduled more recruiting events at the Drury Plaza Hotel tomorrow. St. Louis City Mayor Tashara Jones says they might need to look at similarly recruiting officers from other cities if Atlanta is going to try to poach from St. Louis. Well, I say turn about a spare play. If they're going to try and uh, poach ours, maybe we should try and poach theirs. According to the Police Department recruiting website, Atlanta has been holding events in other cities for more than a year. They've recently visited cities like New York, Detroit and Chicago. Illinois lawmakers wrapped up the fall veto session Thursday without reauthorizing the Investing Kids Scholarship Program, which sunsets at the end of this year. Capital News Illinois reports the program offers state income tax credits for people who contribute to private school scholarship funds. Critics argued the program siphoned money away from public schools. More than 9,000 elementary and high school students in Illinois currently receive scholarships to attend private or parochial schools. They may have to find another way to pay for their education next year. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. The Soldiers Memorial Military Museum downtown will be a hub for Veterans Day activities tomorrow. Events kick off at 9 a.m. with a 5K run to benefit the St. Patrick Center and its efforts to help homeless veterans. That'll be followed by the parade at 1030, says Soldiers Memorial Director Mark Sunlove. And the parade has been happening really since the end of World War One, and in one way or another. And so that'll come right down Market Street pass right here in front of Soldiers Memorial, so you want to be at Soldiers Memorial, best viewing spot. A ceremony takes place there at 11.30. The Center for Counter-Explosives at Fort Leonard Wood will also have a demonstration. Dogs and robots will be on hand to show how the unit detects and diffuses bombs. 
Scott Jagel, KMOX News. Illinois State Representative Kevin Schmidt proposing legislation that would create the Veterans Day Paid Leave Act. The bill would give all state workers who are veterans a paid day off. To be eligible for leave, employees need to inform their employer in advance and would have to provide proof of their veteran status. From the KMOX business desk, a good surprise for city officials. St. Louis City's hotel tax revenue jumped by 84% from July of 2022 to this July. That's more than $20 million, more than what the Convention and Visitors Commission was expecting for the past fiscal year. St. Louis County had a big boost as well, with hotel tax revenues growing by 47% over the same period, according to a report in the Post-Dispatch. The optimism remains that revenues will increase again for the next fiscal year and business and leisure travel continue rebounding from the pandemic. Welcome back to Total Information PM. I'm Megan Lynch sitting in for Michael Calhoun and we're learning today that some auto workers are not happy with their tentative agreements. Jeff Gilbert from WWJ has been reporting on that today. He joins us now on the Quiver River Electric Gas Line. Jeff, what are you seeing in the votes so far? Yeah, it's much closer at General Motors than it is at Ford, particularly at some locals in Flint, Michigan, uh, the big plant that makes the big pickup trucks there, narrowly voted against the contract about 52 to 48 percent. It still, the vote still is running in favor of the contract by a little over about 54 to 46 margin, but it's certainly a lot closer than it is at Ford, where they're voting for it by about a 70-30 margin. Jeff, do you have any indications right now what the concerns are for some of these workers at these plants? Well, it varies from plant to plant. If you take a look at the vote, some of these plants, some of the components plants, the workers got big raises. So those are the plants where you see 90% of the workers voting for it. Flint, there were some local issues there apparently. And Flint has always had a history of being a little more militant than than some of the other locals. The, The other thing is, quite frankly, none of the workers at the Flint plant went out on strike. So you also see that in terms of the the plants that were out on strike the longest. Those tended to be the most enthusiastic voting for the deal. So there were a lot of individual issues there. Does some of it come down to the fact that there were different deals struck between the big three, that not everyone got the same deal? Yeah, and when you really delve into it, that might be some of it, that individual workers saw things and that they didn't like for their own individual situation. The, the economics were pretty much the same within, within the companies, but there were individual issues at individual car companies, and certainly that, that can make a difference if you're working somewhere and you're expecting uh, something to be a certain way and it turned out to be another way. You might be more inclined to vote against the contract. What does this say at this point? And I know we don't know the final results, but, you know, about Sean Fain's leadership, um, he was very bold in all of this. He was extremely bold in all of this, and uh, he is hoping to use these contracts uh, to take to non-union car companies, uh, the foreign automakers and the EV startups, to try to say, look, I did this for my members, I could do this for you. It certainly if one of these was, was defeated, would be something that would be, you know, a, a black eye for him. But there, there's no saying they will be defeated. Historically, these votes have tended to be very close. So, you know, while we thought this was a good contract and it might be passed easily, it's, it's kind of reverting to form with some of these close votes. 
is this something that leadership, uh, you know, will be reaching out to members after um, to try to smooth things over once we know their results? I think leadership is reaching out to members right now. I can remember a contract vote at the old Fiat Chrysler about eight years ago, and it went down to defeat because realize auto plants are big enclosed environments. And, you know, there's a lot of scuttlebutt that goes around, things of that nature. And, and that's what killed that Fiat Chrysler deal. And the union went back and was a little more proactive in getting information to people, telling them what the deal did for them, and then with, with a few tweaks that passed the second time around. So I would imagine right now they're, they're kind of pushing hard for this because I don't think the union leadership wants to go back to the bargaining table. Jeff, when would we expect to know the final results? They say, the union says that they are hoping to get this all wrapped up at some point next week. But again, it's the local unions that schedule the votes, so it, it really depends on their timetable. But we're hoping that by the end of next week, we, we should know the outcome at, at all three car companies. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert joining us this evening. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. This has been the St. Louis All Local Podcast produced by the KMOX News Team from the Odyssey St. Louis Studios. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your favorite podcasts.